0: This edition of the Random Rambles with Rob podcast has been brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped, offering you precision engineered tools for your family jewels. The Manscaped engineering team has spent over 18 months perfecting their greatest ball hair trimmer ever, ever. They obsess over their technology and developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Try the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to the advanced skin safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. Head over to manscaped.com and get 20% off your order plus free shipping when you use promo code RANDOM. Here we go. You are now listening to Random Rambling Rock. Yay! Yay! yeah what up everybody this your boy b rob and i'm back with another edition of the random rams with rob podcast first and foremost i'd like to thank you the listener for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts and if you're a first-time listener i'd like to thank you oh so much for giving my show a try um normally You know, if this was a under optimal conditions, I would tell you to reach over and give that person that recommended you to me a crisp high five, but you know, six foot rule and mask and gloves and all that stuff. So to be safe in these trying times, pick up your phone or whatever other social media device you have and find your social media app of choice and send them a well-crafted DM telling them, thank you for recommending you to me. Speaking of social media, you can find the random rhymes with Rob on various social media platforms to include Twitter. At 3R Show, Instagram, at the 3R Show, uh, twitch.tv forward slash 3R Show, Facebook, 3R Show, YouTube, 3R Show, and you kind of get the gist of it. But if you forgot all of that that I just said, because I kind of rambled through it pretty quickly, you can go to randomrob.com and find all the information that I just stated. Now, joining me once again, hold on, let me see if I get my bearings right. Ah, I did it. All right, cool. Because usually because it's, it's reverse, I usually point the wrong way. So <laughs> sitting to this is my right. So my left over here is a uh, one man that I don't know, I, I, there's not so many words that can distract can describe this man He is a host of a, a fantastic podcast that I've seen from its infancy to what it is now. The juggernaut running the game and everything. You know, um, if there there's polls that you see on Twitter, if you frequent that uh, social media space, there's uh, often people that ask, you know, what's your favorite podcast or what podcast you see doing great things and so on and so forth. This podcast that he's a part of and one other podcast are the two that always come to my mind. One being the Code Forty Five podcast with uh, Brandon and Randy, local here to Houston, Texas. But this man. James Gabsey is half of the Who Will Win podcast with a uh, race to canis. And I got full backing and belief in this show and the Colt 45 podcast. If anything was to come of this, if an executive just dropped down from the heavens, it's like, give me two. These would be the two that I recommend. So, as I said, I said his name already. Joining me from the Who Will Win show and ride share, executive producer,
1: producer, which one? A bit of both.
0: A bit of both. James Gabsey,
1: how are you, sir? I am fantastic. I, I haven't been introduced that well uh, ever. So thank you. I mean, we're, we're in rare company. And by the way, uh, your show uh, is fantastic. Man, I've seen your growth over the years. I've seen just who you've become. And uh, I got to tell you, I feel like I'm in rare company when I get to be mentioned by someone like you and uh, get really nice uh, compliments like that for you. So thank you, sir.
0: Man, I, I appreciate those kind words from you suck it ray you didn't say shit nice about me <laughs>
1: <laughs> ray, listen let me tell you something about Ray Decanis for those who don't know this guy like listen okay i'll, I'll just go out there he's a former pro wrestler mm-hmm. um okay yeah he's a good dad he's a great yes. husband he's yes, actually he a really good guy um but i disagree with him uh on everything uh on in every way that we can disagree with another human being and that's my co-host for the who would win show he's uh yeah, he's loud. He likes to use his outside voice indoors. And um his nickname is socially awkward.
0: Word. You know, and I I'm just joshing with you there, Ray. You're freaking awesome. Ray is always right in certain situations. Not just the one not the ones that you win, though. He's not right in those situations. But the ones that no, no, are no, no. right Look, in.
1: Yeah, one. no, of course. Listen, yeah. in the in the one out of ten matches he wins, he's right. Ooh. Absolutely. But in the uh, you know, and, and the reality is we're actually kind of evenly split in terms of who, who yes. wins and, and what have you. It's it's weird when we look at the stats and our team says, hey, and our team filled with great people. who are, We like to uh, poke the bear, whether I'm the bear or raise the bear and say, guess who's ahead? Guess who's winning? or And it's always tied. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Now, when you
0: were here last, you were just kind of talking about how that relationship started because the Who Will Win show did go through a revamp. And, uh, you know, you brought in Ray and the format kind of changed up just a little bit and everything to suit, you know, the ever changing uh, social media platform that we are, we uh, we're on and everything. So how has that been since that time? I, I, I should have looked up the date when the last time you he was here, but let's just say what it's been a year at least, at that least been together,
1: right? At least, at least. We, we started back in, right. um, february of 2019 yeah and and what happened was you know there's been a couple of different iterations of who would win but the reality is like i live in los angeles i'm in, i'm I'm lucky enough to be involved with production so i want to i wanted to do it you know um a, a little bit of like la style in studio with like all the cool stuff happening bringing some great guest judges who are celebrities and what have you and you know, before COVID, that was all a possibility to do, uh, you know, in person. So uh, I got introduced to Ray, and it was a love-hate relationship immediately. I knew I didn't like like him on so many different levels, but I loved to argue with him. And there was a magic between us, as weird as that is to say, that is like somehow you take a race to Canis, you know, mix a caveman with a Viking, uh, and then that's race to Canis, and mix, you know whatever the heck I am and put that together. I and mean, it just somehow it works really, really well. Word. So
0: it was like, uh, what was that? Uh, uh angel and the pirate? There you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, I've, I've been called a pirate. Yeah, I've been called worse. It's all good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean, even over through this, uh, Pat, over a year that y'all have been together, you have been uh, freaking growing and expanding the, the Who Will Win brand. Um, you've been bringing in phenomenal guests. And um, one to raise dismay. I keep forgetting the guy's name. You run the um,
1: the- oh Creative Extreme. Are you talking about? Yes, Stephon, yes. Okay, Stefan Thomas. <laughs> let me tell you Thomas. something. Listen, I, 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 First of all, the Creative Extreme. Uh, uh Stefan Thomas is the CEO. He's got a great partner, Chris Ipco. And these guys go to the CreativeExtreme.com. Uh, I met them at WonderCon. Uh, great bunch of people behind this company and what they did just for those who don't know they said okay let's create our universe first and we'll create our story second so they took a whole year and made one character within their universe per day per year so at the end of it they had 365 characters I'm talking the artwork the history how they t- they, they were taking on spreadsheets when I met them saying see how this person is connected to them And so right away, I just felt like these are awesome people, thecreativeextreme.com, put in the word the, the, you know, first and check them out. Anyway, Stefan and I hit it off pretty well. We brought him into the show. Uh, Let's just say he and Ray didn't connect. There was a a, a polite, I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, There just wasn't, you know, the flow wasn't there. And we did Michael Myers versus Scooby-Doo, kind of an off-the-wall matchup. And Stefan, I don't know what happened. He just came into it thinking, like, I just I just think Ray should lose. And there was nothing <laughs> Ray could have done. And after that match, he's like, Stefan, did you really like already decide this match before you came in? And Stefan is a great judge, great human being, great father, the whole thing. He's like, Yeah, I just wanted you to lose. And that's where the quote unquote love affair started with Stefan Thomas from the Creative Extreme and Ray Ray Sticanas. It was it was weird. It worked for me. I'm good. Uh, I... <laughs>
0: out of the whole year that out of the time that y'all been together, you had all these great guests in here so far, you know, I mean, I, I know it's kind of like your children or whatever, but I mean, who's been your favorite judge overall so far?
1: You, you know, that's a really tough question. We've had, a group that look every judge is awesome don't get me wrong yes but there's been a a group that have have kind of that they just stick in my mind and i talk with the hoodwin production team and ray actually agrees too where we say this is the group of people who set the standard Mm -hmm. um zeno robinson by the way great voice actor um did some work with Michael Scott and russia he he i you never know two very handsome gentlemen by the way thank you you You, you never know i'm talking about me and uh And hey, you're here too. That's great. So, uh, Zeno Robinson's fantastic, amazing actor. He was the voice for Hawks in Micro Academia. He was a cyborg in Young Justice. I mean, the, the, this guy, you're going to be hearing about this person a lot in the coming years. He's someone who really was amazing. Um, who else? I mean, we had, of course, Stefan Thomas, um, and we've got, by the way, some insane judges coming on. What's really crazy is, is, and I'm so thankful for this, and and it's really due to a lot of support from people like you, by the way. We have, like, insane people coming out asking if they can come on our show, and I'm I'm not at liberty to say yet who they are. These are the people who we would be, like, dying to get on, you know, a year ago, and now they're, like, can we please come on your show? We love it. It's a good platform. And Ray and I are like giggling like little kids, like oh my goodness! And then we and then we turn to them, it's like, well, you know, we'll have to assess the uh, social media, uh, you know, accounts you guys have and the following, yeah. And well, we'll get back to you. So yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's been a wild ride. I'll put it that way. Yeah.
0: Very very professional. Um, I thought, <laughs> barring the the talent that you have coming in, mm-hmm. there is. Any well, I'll give you two because one is very restricted. What's who are any two judges that you would like to have to moderate the show?
1: If I could pick any two,
0: any two, you know, one for one episode, one for another episode. Oh my
1: gosh! Um, You know, we've had uh, some insane people before. Definitely, um, Kevin Conroy. Oh, Oh shit! Yeah, and that's something. I just told myself I'm going to try everything I can to make that happen because obviously you can't be nothing anything but a fan of Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Um, the next one, uh, <laughs> you're going to laugh, but um, I'm already laughing. <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this. <clears throat> There's a politician. I'm not going to say who it is. Who I'd like to have on the show. Because they would be fantastic. They'd be controversial. I'd get into it with them. I actually disagree with hundred percent of their their uh, their stances on everything, but I think they'd be a great judge. And I put the word out that I'd like them to come on the show. I haven't heard a no yet, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say. Very well. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right, cool. <laughs> so you, you talk about Kevin Conroy and everything. It's just like I say Michael Keaton is my Batman because that was like the first. Real on screen sure. one uh, I've seen other than um you know um Adam West on the oh, show or whatever, but you know Michael Keaton was the one that I you know were attached to. That was for my time. I was like, whoa, we got a Batman in a movie and everything, right? But when I think of Batman talking, mm-hmm. it's always Kevin Conroy's voice. <laughs> Same thing with the Joker with Mark Hamill. It's just like oh, absolutely. Anytime I see the character, I I, I hear their voice coming out of that person's
1: mouth and I don't know. Do you remember, I don't know if you remember the show, there's a, a show on, it was like, I think it was on CBS in the late eighties, early nineties, called tour of duty, Not right? True. It was, it was all about, it, it came out after the movie platoon. I mean, you never wait till you ought know, to be watching it, but of course we would. And it was about this, tour of duty was about this platoon of soldiers in Vietnam, you know, in the late sixties, I think I think early seventies. Kevin Cottonroy was like the platoon leader. And yeah, this is a he was a big dude. Like this was a guy you I, I mean he, that up. <laughs> yeah, he's he's Jack. He was Jack. It was crazy. It was the late and he's and I'm like, what is Batman? What's Bruce Wayne doing in Vietnam, which I think was uh, uh Malibu? I'm not really sure where they were filming it, but you you're seeing him do all this crazy stuff and then uh spoiler alert, he didn't make it out of season one. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if he had stayed on Tour of Duty, he possibly wouldn't have been
0: in Batman. The, and, and that's the thing I, I've been talking with a lot of people about this, especially when I have guests on here. I believe that everything happens for a reason. You know, that was just meant to be. It was. It he had to get lose. He had to lose that character so he can just fall into the path that he was meant to be on, which is exactly. be Batman.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. Oh man! But speaking of uh, what you got going on and everything, the whole. Overhaul of who would win has been mind blowing to me. It's just because I've seen it from the ground floor. Yeah. And I know, you know, the, the people all involved that's got it started and up and running and everything, and to see how it's grown and where it is now. One question I do have because I, I haven't spoken about it since uh, you were here last what happened to the giggly lady? The, um, the, the one that y'all used to have a moderate every now and then. I forget, it was a female.
1: Oh, are you talking about a, um, uh, Amira? Yes. Um, okay, so let me explain. Um, the first studio we went to in Los Angeles that I don't even think is in existence anymore, uh, Nye Studios, really cool people running it. They said, hey, you know, Ray and I came in and, and they said, well, what do you need? Do you need, you know, like we need the engineer. So we meet Amira and Amira, I, I know, I think she's since moved from Los Angeles. You couldn't have asked for a nicer, like, like she's like a wonderful human being, right? And so she came in and she's like, oh, you guys are talking about, like, nerdy characters. And she kind of, she was th- I know what she was saying. She's like, oh, my God, I, I got to sit through, you know, this. And I'm like, just give it a shot. Let's see what happens. And the first episode, I said, you know, I'm going to make her laugh. I'm going to make her laugh as we do this. And sure enough, she starts giggling. She's got this contagious laugh. And I'm like, I looked at her. and I said, congratulations, you're part of the show. <laughs> and and what happened was, unfortunately, Nye Studios had to close down. Oh, and we had to find another place called networks um network uh, studios which was another amazing facility in uh culver city who had their own engineers and what have you and then amira left los angeles um every once in a while we talk or you know drop a line to each other on social media again wonderful human being can't say enough good things about her. oh man that,
0: that's because that was another turning point in the show or whatnot because i i wasn't too privy of you know that aspect of it i just was used to hearing her and the laugh and everything and then
1: could put I was like, Oh, gone. I know. You know I, I know. Like, and, and, and I, I remember talking to her maybe a few months ago, just saying, the moment you're back in Los Angeles, consider yourself to have a, a job with us immediately. So, <laughs> yeah, she was great. We've had some amazing people come on. And, and, you know, here's the deal for people who don't know, the who would win show was uh, a TV show I was pitching. Mm -hmm. that's where this all came from and this is where i'm trying to take it as well and i'll I'll never forget i i i'm not sure if i told you this when i when i was uh, talking with some producers i had a pitch meeting and i'm presenting who would win and i'll never forget what one of the producers said uh he was like well you know do people actually talk about fictional battles from characters from different you know fantasy and sci-fi and comic book universes and i'm like okay hold please I said, give me do a countdown for thirty seconds. I'm going to show you over a billion views of this kind of stuff on YouTube. So sure enough, I showed them like epic rap battles, yeah, you know, death battles, superpower beatdown, all great stuff. And they said, cool, show us a proof of concept. And this all started as um, a segment on someone else's podcast. Yeah, and all I just I just want to say, say, show people like, hey, this people actually like this kind of stuff, and that's where it all started from, like very grassroots. We didn't put money into marketing or advertising. I, I was convinced we could do it on our own. And with a lot of help from like people like you, it, and you know, I thank God every day it, it blew up and got to where it is.
0: Question though about the whole situation and whatnot. After somebody making a statement like that, did you have any confidence? I mean, did you want to even work with somebody that was so out of touch with what's going
1: on in the world, period? Oh, um, yeah. Hell no. <laughs> no. I was like, well, I was like, you know, very nice handshake back. And I said, thank you for your time. I walked out. I did bump into the the personal while, you know, later and we said hi to each other and he's like, what's going on with it? And I said, just look up um, at who would win show and you'll see what we're all about. And of course he called me back later. He's like, wow, this is really cool. I'm like, yeah, thanks. And uh, yeah. I, and listen, great guy. Here's the deal. Um, he just wasn't into comic book culture. So he yeah, couldn't yeah, understand Yeah, that's it. But then, you know, when I said, I said, hey, look, you know what it is? Imagine Bruce Lee versus Andre the Giant. How would you debate that? And he was like, oh, well, Andre the Giant. And and I said, now you get it.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You you just had to speak his language. That's all. That's
1: all it was. That's all it was.
0: Now, because of who would win and and your your freaking intoxicating mind fog. Well, thank uh, you, sir. it, It got you into working in a whole bunch of other arenas besides the who would win arena. Um, behind you is a lovely backdrop of uh, Digital Skies uh, anthology series called Rideshare. Um, I got to up to speed on the, um, the first season. Yeah. And the basis for this one, Rideshare, is off of the first episode from season one. Which, I will say, out of all the ones I've heard, was the one that grabbed me the most. So was that yeah. kind of the consensus with you all moving forward with just that one singular story rather than another anthology?
1: No, you nailed it. So what happened was Digital Sky was, uh, you know, an anthology series and really a series of pilots. So every episode was just by itself. We were trying to say like, okay. And and I came on to the Digital Sky, it's actually Zoit Media that owns Digital Sky. And yeah, exactly, thank you, sir. And I came on after they had pretty much finished recording the first few episodes. And uh, Scott Zacharin, the writer and director, and also an amazing producer, great guy overall. I met him after doing a live Who Would Win show. Race the and I were walking the floor. We, we, we bumped into each other. He's a New Yorker. I'm pretty straightforward. And he's like, oh, yeah, my podcast, The Digital Sky, scripted audio drama. It's amazing. It's the best thing you've ever listened to. And I stopped him. And I said, I'll tell you what. I'm going to listen to it. And if it's not the best thing I've ever listened to, I'm going to let everyone know. I said, do you still want me to listen to it? And he looked at me. And he's like, yeah, do it. I'm like okay, so I listened to it, and it was amazing. It was the Rideshare episode mm-hmm. with Eric Marsoff, who's known as uh, you know uh, Brady Black from Days of Our Lives. Days of Our Lives, yeah. and he's also Booster uh, Gold from Smallville. And this guy, by the way, awesome, another awesome guy, walks like a superhero, talks like a superhero, looks like a superhero, pretty much is a superhero. And so I, I, I listened to it. Um, And then I started talking to the team and they were like, Hey, why don't you come on board as a producer? I'm like, great done. And uh, yes. And then what happened was we had this series of pilots and we said, where are we going to go next? And, you know, we thought, okay, well let's do a cool survey and see which one hit the most with our audience. And it was ride share, the story of Keith who, um, you know, it it picture Dexter, the serial killer of serial killers Mm -hmm. meeting you know the punisher but with the finesse of bruce wayne who can get whatever he wants whenever he wants Mm -hmm. but like staying underneath the radar so or below the radar so he says like how can i create some anarchy and just have fun with humanity the way i want to i'll be a rideshare driver hyper intelligent he's like that's my thing and it's just it's a really cool story of this amazing con artist who can just understand human psychology to a crazy degree and get whatever he wants, whenever he wants. Mm -hmm. Now,
0: listening to, um, I I caught up on the first couple episodes and, um, I I listened to episode zero as well. Um, from I think episode zero, you had the little in excerpt or whatever with the guy that plays Keith, you know, he just kind of talked about how he, Felt as the character is just like you know, he said he, when he read the script and everything, he just felt like he was in the environment, he just like he really synced up with this character and whatnot. I mean, he didn't admit to any nefarious means in his personal life or whatnot. I did ask
1: him that, by the way. I did, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure he was happy about it. I'm like, Yeah, have you ever done some crazy stuff like Keith, you know, as a con I, artist? I, uh, yeah. I- <laughs> Uh, I no, why would I do that kind of stuff at all? Yeah,
0: <laughs> but listening to him uh, speak and just being the character and whatnot, um, I, I I think it was the uh, episode one because it, it uh, picks up where the um, right uh, season one of Digital Disguise starts. I mean, ends. Ah, I got, I got those mixed up, but it, it it starts where the original episode ends. You there was a part to where the guy was walking him around his house and everything, and I swear I forget which part it was when he was like, "Do you want the tour of the house or something like that?" And he said something slide uh, comment or whatnot, and I could just see it like if it was on film that like this would be the point in time to where he would the the guy would walk off to give him the tour and he would kind of look and wink <laughs> at the
1: camera and. Just... <laughs> Totally, totally. Yeah, he would totally break the fourth wall and kind of look at the camera and let the audience know he's about to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and what's funny is, um, you know, we did this. Uh, Eric Marsoff again, just incredible actor. We've got Brick Barron on board, you know, from uh, Glow on Netflix and also Final Fantasy remake with um, a ton of other amazing actors uh, who who are again, some of them I can't believe we, you know, I got to do some work with them. But it, it, it's just been a crazy experience. Um, there's one part uh, of you know what I thought was really cool is that whenever I call it Keith, the con man, he emerges. he reveals that he's no longer playing dumb, yeah. and he likes to like you <laughs> know you, you know. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, wow, I love your house. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, that's what people who, uh, you know, have uh, no confidence themselves and, you know, pretending they're really tough, that's what they would do. So why are you doing that right now? Why don't you have any confidence? And all of a sudden, the other character's like, wait, I thought I, thought I was you were, I, I did yeah. And then that's when the whole con is revealed and everyone gets thrown, like, for a loop. Because mm-hmm. uh, the first episode, Ride Share itself
0: on um, season one, I was just like, where is this going? You yes. know, like because it was the very first. It was the introductory episode of the whole thing. It was just like I I knew nothing privy beforehand, and you know I didn't know what was to come. I just knew this in the moment, and it was just like, uh, yeah, let's let's go in this parking lot over here. Why is it so dark? Uh oh, don't worry about that. And I was like, oh shit, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going down. And then uh, was it Danny trying to tackle him, and he just like sitting there choking him and shit? I mean, you know, you got to use your imagination for these things, but. There are some visual aids on
1: the YouTube for digital. That's story. right. We we created a motion comic to go along with this because you know why not right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and just let the you know people know. The audio version, you know, we've got a writer, we've got director, Scott Zacharin, who is brilliant. We've got producers, we've got engineers, we've got sound people. Then we bring in the talent. And I mean, this is a Hollywood production. Mm-hmm. So you know, we're like, we, we just got together as a team and said, well, let's give a visual. So we brought in a great artist and a great uh, animator. Uh, Ian Moss is the artist. He is phenomenal, wonderful human being. Love his work, just a great guy. Check out his stuff, I think it's mossstudios.com. And then the animator is Chris Warren. Um, and this guy also is phenomenal. He's done, like, motion comics, you know, and he creates, like, these motion comic, like, advertisements and, like, coming soon trailers. He did uh, Secret Wars for Marvel. He did stuff for Valiant. He's worked for, like, Microsoft. This this guy, like, between Ian Moss and and Chris Warren, we, we brought in – the Superman Batman kind of team I feel like so it's uh on top of already having the Justice League over I in all seriousness I'm like I'm the weak link in this team and I'm not a weak link
0: <laughs> so being involved in this production and everything I mean it, it's it sounds just like it's very time consuming and immersive and whatnot just being in the thick of things trying to make sure everything is right um do you feel like you know since you're being in this environment, is there anything that you want to take away from here and bring back to who would win? Uh,
1: I, there's some big announcements coming for who would win. Very well. <laughs> so the answer is yes, and um, like I said, I will let you know soon when I'm an, when I can say it, mm-hmm. um, but uh, expect who would win to become part of the uh, part of the team. I'll leave it at that. Cool. Cool. Yeah, Ooh. cool. I was, at, like I said, I wanted who would win to kind of come go with a big, uh, you know, great minds for you know a great production company, and uh, you know the goal is to put who would win in front of a live TV audience.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, and I'm down for that. Man, man, I don't know. I'm just, I'm in here. I'm getting a little goosebumps, man. That's that's fucking great. See, so I put it out there into the ether in the, in the atmosphere and whatnot, I put it out into existence and whatnot. So my affirmations are coming true, hopefully. So
1: yeah, (laughs) listen, by the way, this is why I'm I'm not, this is not me just trying to be funny or whatever, but this is why, you know, I think I've, I've always thought of you as like, you know, the upper caliber of humanity, like a really, really good guy, because your affirmation isn't for yourself. It's for other people. I've recognized that for, for years, by the way. So, you know, this, this is the, the world needs more of, uh, of you coming around, doing what you do. That's, I mean, seriously, when people are like, you know, my affirmations are working. So people I really like are getting more successful. That kind of more reflects on that individual more than the person who's going to be successful. With that being said, thank you. You have no idea how much your help and support have been absolutely appreciated.
0: Man. I don't know. I don't see I feel funny. I don't know how <laughs> <laughs> all these compliments or whatever. Yeah. Man. By I, the way,
1: that's the intoxicating mind fog from the Blue Wind like... show from my point number three. I meant nothing of that, by the way. None of that was true. <laughs> that was just that's how I get. That's how I influence judges to yeah. give me the decision when we're doing like Cyclops versus um, Master Chief. And as great as Cyclops is Master Chief should absolutely wreck him. I get the win because I use the intoxicating mind fog. You
0: just point to, what I three did. to me.
1: That's I did. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work on my wife though at all. Oh at geez, all. Geez. I've tried. Doesn't work at all.
0: Mine either. It's reverse mind fog over here. Yeah, it it's is. like I say stuff and she'd be like, no, and I have to go do chores.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that's my life too.
0: That's sad. <laughs> but um Given the state of things and whatnot, I know uh, who would win as much as a uh, uh, the random rounds with Rob. We were starting to get out and go do things and whatnot. You mentioned doing a lot of live shows and anything. Um, how has this pandemic or whatever you want to call it um, forced you to think differently about yeah. what you want to do next? I mean, obviously you got some things in the work, but like, when did that start for you? Post, I mean, pre or whatever
1: you know at the start of this whole bullshit oh my god you have no idea so I we had some big stuff planned we were doing we were bringing in um, you know the original idea was for Ray Canis and I to go to different really cool venues within Los Angeles mm. do our shows at these venues re- you know uh record you know do some videos of what Get we're doing there in,
0: yeah.
1: yeah the whole thing and we had um, all, you know all set up we had an axe throwing establishment that wanted to host us oh no it gets better because when you think of axe throwing, you and I both know who we want to see throwing axes. It's um, Dennis Rodman.
0: Ooh. Yeah, I so would like taught... to see Dennis Rodman throwing a number of things.
1: Axes oh, absolutely. I, I, I'd watch him, you know, throw limericks. I'd still be highly entertained by it's Dennis Rodman. So we reached out to his reps. Evidently, he was interested to come out, throw some axes with us, judge a show. You know, and I'm thinking this is kind of great. And then COVID hit. Oh, and that's not the end of it. We actually had just signed a contract with the San Diego State Fair to appear and do a few different shows live. And they were going to do this whole superhero thing for us, put us in one of their big, huge, like, they were like, listen, we're going to have about a million somewhat people come by that weekend that you're going to be there. Oh. And I'm like, that's fantastic. And then COVID hits. Here's the deal. Whenever something like that occurs, in all seriousness, you got to pivot. you got to pivot. And I'm knocking on wood right now. Things have been, I've I've worked like a maniac. You have to, right? And it's funny what happens when you try to make good decisions, surround yourself with good people and work really hard. All of a sudden, good things start to happen, hopefully. And I'm, I'm very thankful, pretty spiritual person I don't know what I did to deserve this, but I'm so happy with my life right now, and I, and it's it's pivoted really really well, despite the fact that I have to see Race to Canis once a week. But <laughs> I knew that was coming. Was, man, I just you know, if only, um, you know, but but the reality is, I've I've talked to some other people who are in you know production. They're like, what do we do? What do we do? The reality is, there's a lot of brand new opportunities for people um, to take advantage of. There, there's a lot of actors and people in entertainment who are no longer producing content but need to still stay in the public eye for example so reach out listen if you have a show reach out to the managers of these people reach go through the proper channels and and you'll be surprised who wants to come on your show Um, here's another cool thing advertisers are looking for places to put their money it is a completely different world than it was a year ago so it may actually be easier to get advertisers by the way if you want advertisers, have a uh an advertising deck. You know, something like we've talked about before. Have yeah. something that says, here's my social media following, here's here are my numbers, here's what I think I could do. You know, I mean just look really professional and you know you'll be really surprised what comes your way. Word. And um, this message has been sponsored by Manscaped. Go to
0: manscaped.com and you can get twenty percent off your order by using promo code random and
1: free shipping. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well played.
0: Or, or you can go to bluechew.com dot com if for those. Go of you, on. And yes, and you get your first month's order free
1: by using promo code random. Yeah, and don't use it all at once.
0: No, please
1: don't. Yeah, don't please don't ask don't. me why why I know that's not a good idea. <laughs> please, for the love of God, please don't. Yeah. It, There's a video. You saw it. Well, it, I mean, you were there, so. Oh, hey. Shh, shh, shh. I got it. Sorry. I said too much. Um, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Oh, by the right. way,
1: we haven't even talked about the real thing The you know, we haven't talked about my, uh, my, what I'm, what I really hope to accomplish in this world. Imagine Ray in the face. We haven't talked about the two things I want to accomplish in this world. Um, that. By the way, I never want to hit Ray. He's a, he, he actually is. I, I don't want, you know, I don't want to get hurt. I don't want him to get hurt. We're good as, uh, you know what? I kind of do, but no, no, I don't. We're a good team. We're a good team. Let's not, not record good. I digress. <laughs> um, I want to be, uh, can I pitch something to you? I'm listening. Okay. I, I see your videos of you walking through Walmart. Mm. Okay. And Walmart to me is this magical, wonderful place. Second um, Disneyland. It's like Disneyland. It's like, you're the king of Walmart. I just see you as the king of Walmart. And what does the king need? executive protection so i would like to be your uh not that you need it i just think you should have it yes. right like you don't need a nice car i just think you should have one you don't need 10 billion dollars i just think you should have it yeah, so i think we call have that too <laughs> yeah, you know we're a great minds think alike right so what if i could be your executive protection at walmart i'd stand in front of you Right. You could, I mean, I'm just, I'm just pitching this idea. You're the king. You decide. We, you tell me where we're walking. I'll make sure people like stay out of your way. And, um, uh, I'm also fairly convinced I can get you a lot of free stuff at Walmart.
0: We're, I I am down. I am down for that. I mean, sir, you're hired. (laughs) Done. Not, but for real though. I mean, when all this shit started happening and everything, I, I had it firmly. In my mind to make preparations to head that way, damn it, that way to LA. Oh wow. And um I, I wanted to come see you guys. I wanted to, you know, be around the show, not necessarily be on it, but be in the You would no 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 come on, come
1: on. You would be on the show. Ray and I would be like, That's the one thing we'd agree on. Yes, you're on the show.
0: And it's it just like it was frustrating and everything because I, I have so many ties. <laughs> To you know that side of the United States, and you know that's why I went to boot camp. That's why I did a oh, lot wow. of training. That um, I spent summers in, on the West Coast as a child. Damn, I know people that are going to be stationed there, so I want to go visit them. I have guests that have been on the show that's there, and oh, I want wow. to Roscoe's yeah. chicken and waffles, and absolutely—that's
1: okay. no, God's country there. right
0: there. So I was like, for the summer, I was like all primed and pumped and ready to go, and then it's like. Boom.
1: Look, it's going to come back and it's going to come back. Imagine when things open up, how mm-hmm. how excited people are going to be to be able to go to a, a convention, even if it's a small one, or go to a movie or start to travel or go places again. You know, it, this too shall pass. I'll leave it at that.
0: Yeah. So aside from, you know, the big things that you got going on with Digital Sky and the stuff to come with who will win and whatnot, what... Have you been enjoying personally like what is something that you you miss because of what's going on right now and what is something that you found yourself currently enjoying
1: oh wow okay so um i really miss the fact that comic book conventions oh yeah you know i, I miss those a lot yeah um not to sound too weird but the uh my son and i started going to conventions my oldest son Same. and it was our thing right and we, um, we had our big tri- yearly trip was going to San Diego Comic-Con and I'd call in everyone I knew and make, get like some cool stuff going on and be like, Hey, BBC, I hear you're doing this Doctor Who virtual reality thing. My son and I want to come and check it out. Of course you just come to the front and talk to us. I, just, cause my son was just like this kid and you know, a candy store, like, and actually I was too. And it was just, it was just, and by the way, the people at conventions are awesome. I mean, these are just, you know, when people, I remember my parents always saying like, why do you like comic books? And, you know, it's kind of weird or whatever. And, and my parents are great by the way, but I'd be like, I'd say, mom, dad, I'm telling you, there's lots of people like me out there. And then you go to a convention and you just see it. And they're just, there's, it's just a mag, I don't know how to describe it. The, the magnificence of, of a comic convention done well is unparalleled. I'll just yeah. leave it at that. So that's what I absolutely miss what i started doing on my own um i don't have a lot of free time these days but kill. i started doing crazy gymnastics style workouts at my mma facility because we have had to really pare down the classes and what have you so i'm like cool I, there's mats there's bags and all that and i'm punching and kicking and all that and i'm doing like some gym kata kind of weird oh, stuff <laughs> yeah i had
0: that movie by the way
1: by the way how brilliant was jim Cotta? i was describing that to my son as well and he's like well tell me yeah what is jim Cotta?" i said well if you ever find yourself in an eastern european uh town uh (laughs) as we often do and the town's filled with half zombies and you're a gymnastics gold medalist and there's a pummel horse just happened to be in the town square and you happen to be a martial artist that's when you unleash your jim Cotta on the zombie villagers uh and taking i have no idea where i'm going with this but that's, that's i mean <laughs> I, I, was I was invested i know
0: what you're talking about so i, yeah, was, I know I right
1: you. do you remember when jim Cotta came out like the cool like advertisements and yes. then you went and saw it and you're like i'm pretty sure this wasn't what i signed up for I, There's, your man had uneven bars in the alleyway doing the, the, the shits, kicking the guy in the face and everything. Like, why didn't they just like leave him alone for like, I don't know, two minutes you get tired. and he gets tired and then start like, why were they, I don't, so many like tactical errors in their attack strategy. It just, uh, it was infuriating for a young kid like me. <laughs>
0: So you've been incorporating some of that into your training. Right.
1: I've been, not successfully, um, <laughs> but I, the attempt is there. And, um, you know, uh, you know, the other thing is, like, I love dancing as well, right? But the problem is, I'm fully oh, aware. Dancing with the stars. Dancing I mean, with the stars. Or, there, or, or <laughs> the opposite, dancing with uh, like with James Cavs. Here's the deal. I'm, I'm a little bit of a bigger guy, about 6'3", 260, nothing huge or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when I used to go out dancing with my friends, I noticed that people would look at me like I was, like, you know, that bear at the circus. And like at first No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, no I'm gonna go there. Oh, on, and at first on, they're like, minute, oh, minute, cool. I don't, mean, I don't mean to
0: cut you off. Let me let me just stop you here. Yes. imagining you dancing. If if you can recall, I forget which Van Dam movie it is, but you know the one. Oh no,
1: no, and no, no, no. no. Wait, wait, I'm wait. No. The- no, 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 no. I'm not I'm not doing the Van Dam <laughs> no. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, but you did a mean split at the end. I mean that'd be yeah, that's the only part I wish I could do. No, that there's no that's like, you know, that's like the devil's work, what Van Damme was doing when he danced like that. There's like no, there's no redeeming value from that. No one taught him that. He's just thinking it's a good thing to do. And I love Jean-Claude Van Damme, but I think I think God punished him. That's why his career didn't go the way he wanted oh, to, because fuck- he was dancing like that. <laughs> I'm just listen, I'm just saying what everyone else is thinking. By the way, I met I met him at Gold's gym in Venice. Um, really interesting villain. guy. I'm just going to leave it at that. Really interesting guy. And by the way, I'm a huge fan of this. Okay. <laughs> that was kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying what everyone's thinking. Hey, he was in The Expendables, so that kind of was... Uh, by the way, he was great in The Expendables. That great. Yeah. And I loved how he played a villain, and his name was um, French for villain. Very uh, creative writing in that movie. Yeah. I didn't get it. Anyway, so yeah, but he was great work yeah
0: <laughs> oh man so uh, i don't know where to go from here
1: yeah, i don't just... know either we've kind of gone everywhere we've talked about jim Cotta. Yep. you know by the way jim Cotta would be what i would use at walmart to defend you uh, yeah because walmart if you think about it I depending on the section,
0: just to see you break it up
1: <laughs> oh my god that's like that's like a that's like every day for me. Like henchmen coming around my house, and I have to go out, walk the dog, and take them out. That's uh it's part of the part of the Jim exercise routine I've developed for myself. Um, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, Walmart's got like uh, different sections. My favorite section was the freezer section, not where they sold food in the the cold freezer section, where they sold freezers. So whenever I went to you know a new Walmart, and this is not good, I'd always go to some poor attendant. Or some person working there. And I'd say, hey, quick question. Just want to know about this. How many bodies Bodies can
0: you fit in here?
1: (laughs) And I'd say it in a really serious tone. I'm like, "Like three? Is it like two large bodies and like a separate half of an? And I get bored at Walmart, is what I'm trying to say. So I need to keep myself entertained. And uh,
0: yeah, what I've been finding myself doing more recently is uh, going down the the wine aisle where they got all the wine and the beer and all that mm -hmm. stuff. And it's a little thing that I call um, this choices were made. So we find a <laughs> lot of interesting things down that aisle because, you know, I, I drink wine with my wife here and everything. We trying to build up a, a little cabinet and whatnot. So I go in there, I just try to find some things that I think me and her would like. But I find myself going down the aisle more often because, you know, one oh. time I went down there, I got kind of concerned. You know, this one particular instance, it was like, um, a guy or i mean i don't know, i'm not saying it's a guy but i mean it could have been i don't know um i went down there and it had um somebody had like some baby wipes there or something so they like they went to the baby and that makes aisle. sense that that makes sense on the
1: aisle of the wine aisle baby wipes they, they Sorry, left it ahead. there
0: and then i yeah. uh, go down a couple more feet and it was like some baby formula they left that there and then on the other side it was um a box of a uh, a whole bunch of sleeping aids. And then it's just like, I don't know, that was kind of troubling to me. It's like they had a child or something that they was gonna get baby wipes and formula and stuff for and they just left there and it and just kind of down a whole bunch of sleeping aids and shit. And they bought liquor. And I was just kind of putting the story together in my mind, very uh, Digital Sky-like. I was like, I'm trying yeah. to piece all this production together in my mind, like, oh shit, somebody got yeah right now they got a baby at home that's crying they don't know how to cope with it they probably had a bad uh thing with their spouse or a significant other and they don't know how to cope they're here in the alcohol aisle they're getting alcohol and taking sleeping pills and I just like oh god. Okay. you
1: know the, the question I had was why was Ray Cicanus at your Walmart because I know he doesn't like going to Houston
0: what was he <laughs> oh I don't think that was a Ray Cicanus instance I think the, you don't think so the one I think I saw um for racist candy it was like <laughs> it was hygiene products that was left yeah he doesn't use those at all
1: that's definitely not a rate thing for sure definitely
0: yeah somebody forego their uh personal hygiene just to get booze and whatnot but you see a whole bunch of stuff like that you'll see um just the other day birthday stuff it looked like yeah. somebody was getting stuff for a kid's birthday party and they left it all there it was like little drinks and um Freaking uh, Kool-Aid packets and a a rack of family cookies or whatever, like you would bring to a kid kids ski function. Birthday candles. What? They just left it all there in the liquor aisle, and I was like, somebody just said, "Fuck them kids." And <laughs>
1: <laughs> pull up. <laughs> so someone someone had a full on birthday party catered by Walmart at Walmart. Yeah, just left it in the liquor aisle. And just I, guess I know it, what I'm doing this Saturday. <laughs>
0: But that's what I go. I just people just leave weird shit It's just um, somebody left because we're wearing masks now. They left a whole pack of masks there in the liquor aisle. They leave uh, freaking just all kinds of crazy stuff. And it's just like somebody came here with these items in hand, left them in the liquor aisle and just left with liquor instead of the necessities.
1: Look, Look, this is sounding dangerous. Uh, the more you describe it which makes me feel that you need executive protection even more than i realized at walmart that was not something the king of walmart should have witnessed that should have been cleaned up if i was working for you i would have taken an attendant, used him like a broom cleaned up that whole place and uh thrown you a birthday party as well
0: word i mean shit man i mean you you've given me so many things this episode you've given me you know, confidence You're giving me your your awesome uh, compliments and everything. I mean, you're giving me ideas to, you know, expand the 3R brand and whatnot. You're offering me security that I didn't think I knew I needed. But, you know, after the fog around
1: me right now, (laughs) very hazy, (laughs) I don't know what's going on. Well, listen, maybe I just like being around like very cool people and that's just my way of like being in the presence of, of magnificence. You know, maybe this is all about me. Do you ever think about that? No, seriously, you're off.
0: <laughs> okay. This is where we're gonna put a pin in it because I is it's it's too much for me right now. I'm my, Fair my is hurting and everything and is you know, I'm not trying to shoo shoo you off, but it's great to have you here, man. And I'm glad you're doing well. I'm glad you're prospering and whatnot. And it's just like what I'm wishing for you is you know, it looked like it's coming to pass and I'm 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 happy about that.
1: Uh, listen it's it, I'm very thankful I'm very happy uh, there's still a long road ahead of us but it's uh, I'm with a great team and uh, you know uh, I get uh, people like all joking aside the, the support you've shown us and the friendship and you know like we didn't know each other three years ago and no. from out of nowhere you started being like really cool with me and, and everything we were doing and and you know that's kind of a beautiful thing yeah you I, know
0: i made you realize that you didn't need cussing on your show
1: yeah that, that's actually yeah that was you that was you that's right yeah we 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 realized very quickly that uh well here's the other thing too we have families who listen to the show yeah with their yeah, grandparents yeah. and you know maybe the grandparents didn't want to hear certain words yeah i understand and you know i'm not saying i'm against those i'm ah, actually against there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I understand wholeheartedly i know i could be a bit much
0: but if you would have gave me the cliff
1: notes beforehand i would have tailored that down a little bit this is why we have a production team now we're gonna get you on the show you're gonna like you know you know show your magnificence to the world you're gonna give me the win it's just gonna be a great day for everybody
0: i like how you snuck that in there yeah
1: <laughs> i had to i had to you gotta start now Ray is crafty
0: <laughs> but sir before you leave let everybody know where they can find your social media and all the wonderful things that you got going on.
1: Thank you, sir. Uh, you can find me at James Gabzy on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. You can find all the wonderful stuff. That's the Who Would Win Show um, at Who Would Win Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Our Facebook group is also going insane. So mm-hmm. is our Instagram and Twitter. And uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts by typing in uh, who would win. And uh, you can find uh, Rideshare on the Digital Sky channel on YouTube. So subscribe, like, and leave a comment. We read everything. And uh, we're dropping our second episode very soon of Rideshare. It's going to be awesome. You can see that on YouTube. And you can also just subscribe to the podcast version of that um, on Apple Podcasts. Just look up Digital Sky and subscribe, rate, and review. Word. And you
0: know this already, but as it is for every guest of the Random Rounds with Rob, the door is always open for well, not this one, but the door is always open for you to come back to promote your next big thing, which you
1: have, and just to shoot shit. Thank you, sir. Thank you. This was uh, it, this is an honor, uh, a privilege, and uh, just a really cool thing I get to do. This is uh, your friendship means a lot to me. That's all I can say. Uh, virtual high five. That was weird. I know, because it's like I, <laughs> I I'm like seeing a massive hand like, coming. <laughs> yes.
0: <Yeah. laughs> and that was the great James Gabsey. I cannot recommend it enough, but go ahead over and check out the Who Would Win podcast. The Who Would Win Show podcast, starring James Gabsey and Race Canis. Um, there's a lot of shows that I gush about and everything. You know, I'm friends with a lot of podcasters. But, you know, I mean, no disrespect to any of the other shows I listen to are people that I've befriended because of podcasting. But there are two podcasts that I listen to all the time. This being one of them, the Who Will Win a Show podcast and the Colt 45 podcast, who, you know, today, earlier, you know, they were gracious enough to invite me on, to um, be a part of their cult, so to speak, part of their world. We we reviewed uh, Jason Goes to Hell, which I have fond memories of as a child, as I uh, explained it on their show. Um, That's where I lost the bitch (laughs) out of my body and everything, because I was a scary little kid and whatnot when I was younger. So freaking Jason Goes to Hell and Freddy's Dead were the two movies that, you know, broke me of that, you know, that stopped making me be scared of all kinds of crazy shit and everything. It didn't stop me from getting my ass beat by other kids, but it made me less afraid of uh, horror movies (laughs) and other scary shit that go bump in the night. So, yeah, that was cool. So, I mean, the Who Will Win show, the Code 45, I I believe highly in both of these shows and these programs or whatnot, and whatnot, not I believe they had the potential to go, you know, beyond us independent folk. <laughs> you know, um, I believe that with the right motivation to push and just you know, luck, these programs can be on someone's television, even in syndication, or you know, a major YouTube deal or something you know that's how highly i think of both of these programs and the individuals that who run both so um once again please please give these shows a try um especially uh jane specifically you know my guest for this episode you've said so many encouraging words to me on and off air and um he's tried his best to you know give me some tips and a little bit of know-how to help me Further progress, and I'm that's invaluable stuff right there. You can't put a price on those things, and I, I, I really appreciate it. Feel the humbleness in my voice, damn it! <laughs> but yeah, there should be a video version of this episode um, out either the time that this airs or shortly thereafter. So that's kind of the thing moving forward, or whatnot. It's been doing this thing. Going on five years and just just starting to get into video platforms and whatnot. I, I said I was limited by the freaking equipment that I had. But, you know, that wasn't the case. I just, I wanted more, you know. I was being greedy and I wasn't really going by the mantra that I would kind of push on to newer content creators or podcasters or whatever the case may be. I would say just do it. You know, and I wouldn't even heed my own words and whatnot. And, you know, and honestly, truthfully, what it is is just like, I don't really feel comfortable in front of the camera so much as, you know, being behind the camera. You know, I just like to, you know, figure out the process of things. You know, I, I think that's the most enjoyment of doing these things, except for editing. I hate ed- editing things, <laughs> but visual effects and aids and, Things of those natures, some programming, and I, I really enjoy learning and doing those things. But to be like the prop itself, and I kind of also feel, you know, this is own personal opinions. Like if I'm in front of the camera, then who's behind the camera running the shit, you know? So, you know, I feel like I I need to know all the things before I can properly be in front of the things, if that makes any sense. But Once again, thank you, James, for being on the show. Uh, Thank you, Ray, for being one half of a great show. Uh, Thank you to Brandon and Randy over at the Code 45 Podcast for having me on earlier today and just being all-around cool dudes and producing bomb-ass content for me to enjoy and um, be a part of. So, yeah, I ain't got too many words tonight. I'm just going to go ahead and wrap it up here. got some other things I need to do. Um, more shit I need to edit and learn and, you know, keep the ball rolling, keep the random ramblings with Rob moving forward into the future. So, with that being said, I'll leave you th- with these words. You can find me on Twitter at 3RShow. You can find me on Instagram at The3RShow. You can find me newly fresh booty on twitch.tv forward slash 3RShow. You can find videos for some of the interviews on YouTube. Search for 3R Show and they'll pop right on up. And you can go to randomrob.com to find many different ways that you can help support the show. I want to give a big shout out to Martin, Dom, or whatever you want to call him, my homeboy. Uh, He just uh, bought a shirt and a couple other items. I very much so appreciate her. All that profit is going right back into the show. Pay these hosting fees and all those other things. And also my sister-in-law, Angel. She uh bought a shirt from me, which I need to get this shirt myself. I made it um, unknowingly around um, Pride Month. I I because you know I'm not uh, <laughs> culturally and socially aware sometimes, but I you know I I made a shirt that said "Love is Random," and the word "Random" is uh used. It has the rainbow scale, the rainbow colors for the word random. And I made that around Prima and didn't even realize it was that time of the year and whatnot. I just felt the urge to make it. I thought it looked cool. And uh, that's one of the shirts she bought, and another shirt. So I'm very appreciative to you Angel and Martin and um, for helping me to help you (laughs) produce better content and everything like that. So be like Angel and Martin and go to randomrob.com. Buy you some merchandise, get you a hat, get you a shirt, uh, coffee mug, notebooks, stickers, whatever tickles your fancy. It's all on randomrob.com to include a link to Patreon. A um, dollar is all I'm asking to help support the show month to month. Um, also, there's Amazon links. There's a Amazon affiliate link to where you can click it, make it your homepage. So every time you go shop on Amazon, I get a little kickback. You don't pay anything extra. And I also have an Amazon wish list to where you can donate the equipment to the show. And there's PayPal, Cash App information if you just want to give cash one time and all that cool stuff, it's highly appreciated. But the biggest way that you can help support this podcast and any other podcast that you listen to is like, subscribe, listen, retweet, share. Make your friends listen. Write those reviews on whatever platform that allows you to write reviews. Those are the big way Those are the best way to help support any social media content creator that you like. Because we are trying to get them corporate dollars, baby. We ain't trying to dag on, make you spend your hard-earned money, especially (laughs) money, doing this times and everything. I I mean, I know how that is. But um, speaking of that corporate money, ways that uh, this show can keep rolling without you spending a dime, well, unless you want to, is the sponsors. You can go to hooksrubsandspices.etsy.com, get you some of this flavorable spice rub for your meats and vegetables and whatever have you. You know, Hooks, rubs, and spices got all the blends and herbs and spices and whatnot. And you can get 15% off your order if you use promo code RANDOM. Also, go to manscaped.com to where you can get 20% off your order by using promo code RANDOM and you get free shipping. I mean, look at that lawnmower 3.0, baby. I've been using it on my my gonads, and this shit's great. Um, I got a pair of their boxer briefs, which is great, but make sure you get the right size. I didn't get the right size. I kind of went by their sizing chart on the back of the box when I was uh, picking my sizes and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, if they too big, you're going to be in the world of hurt because I wore them shits to work one day, and um, they too big. So, they were bunching up in the wrong places. And, you know, I had a rough 12 hour shift that day. So, I mean, they feel good. They're nice on your skin. But make sure you get the right size for the right, you know, spaces and crevices and whatnot. Otherwise, it's going to be in the spaces and crevices that you don't want them to be in. So, go to manscaped.com, get that 20% off and free shipping with promo code RANDOM. And you know what time it is. I can't even hear my music. Let me turn it up oh yeah you gotta turn me down a little bit i was just making sure it was playing but it's a uh, blue chew time baby oh yeah so now i'm not just a pillar of the blue chew i'm an imbiber of the blue chew i have had my shipment shipped to me free discreet packaging i didn't even know what the hell it was it said something on it and i will just like Uh, This might be junk mail. I was about to rip it up and throw it in the trash like I do all my junk mail. But indeed, deed was not junk. It was Bluetooth for my junk. And yeah, that junk got chonky, baby. It was just like, pop, pop, pow. (laughs) And uh, I went to work. And it engorges. It it elongates. It does what it says it's going to do. So, go to bluejew.com and uh, get your first shipment free and use promo code random. <laughs> Good shit. Go to bluechew.com. B L U E chewcom Get your first shipment free. Use promo code random. It's random across the board, baby. So, thank you for listening. Uh, visit the sponsors. Uh, Write those reviews, like those tweets and all this other malarkey. (laughs) And I'll see you next time.